0: A KQED television production.
1: Another Humami <laughs> <laughs> mommy <umami> bomb.
0: <laughs> Check, please. Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by. Total Wine & More offers over 8,000 wines, 2,500 beers, and 3,000 spirits, with specialists on hand to provide advice on any item. Now open in Mountain View, Pleasant Hill, in Fremont.
2: La Tourangelle Artisan Oils. French-inspired and handcrafted in Northern California. La Tourangelle creates natural, healthy cooking oils that add new flavor to everyday dishes. Sutter Health CPMC. Investing in community care for more than 150 years, including two new smart hospitals. Your city, your hospital. CPMC2020.org.
0: Oakland International Airport. Now with flights all over the world. iFlyOAK.com. Mattress systems from European Sleepworks, working to improve comfort and wellness for over 40 years. At Adeline and Ashby in Berkeley. Online at sleepworks.com. Integrated Resources Group has a vast selection of epic porcelain slabs and pentel quartz surfaces for today's modern designs.
1: Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two, go check them out to see what they think. This week, San Francisco Ballet's fundraising manager, Ari Lipsky, may not be a ballerina, but he pirouetted his way from the East Coast into the Bay Area to find good eats. Only the best places are labeled as on point. And construction foreman, <laughs> Timo Rapati, isn't your typical steak and potatoes kind of guy. At home, he swaps his tool belt for an apron and a hammer for a spatula, as he's an accomplished cook and master of the grill. But first, food writer and show host, Blanche Shaheen, is passionate about Middle Eastern food. Sharing heirloom recipes from her grandmother maybe adding a modern twist. And always inviting friends to her pick in Foster City, a town she calls the Venice of California, to sample dishes from the Mediterranean. You can sit outside with the locals and enjoy some hookah at Waterfront Pizza and Mediterranean Restaurant.
3: We have a saying in Arabic that says sahteen, which means I hope you have enjoyed your meal. If you go to Palestine, Lebanon, Syria, you have the same weather, same cuisine. I'm Anwar Halte. I'm a co-owner here at Waterfront Pizza and Mediterranean restaurants. Initially it was a pizza restaurant only, and then over the years we introduced our own home recipes that we got from our parents and grandparents of our food is made with olive oil, garlic, lemon juice, so these are like simple ingredients that are in most Mediterranean foods. I mean it's very healthy and it's packed with flavor, not with fat. So shawarma is a difficult one. It takes over 25 spices and some other ingredients and some of these ingredients we have to import from overseas and they're marinated with thinly sliced chicken or lamb or beef for a few days and then they're cooked in the rotisserie and then thinly sliced and we roll them into wraps with some vegetables and pickles and sauces. So it's it's a sandwich in heaven. In the Middle East, if you go to a Mediterranean restaurant with outdoor dining, hookah goes hand in hand with food. So it's part of the ambiance. People smoking hookah with different food flavors. It's like a dessert while you're smoking. It's not smoking only, it's just relaxing. A lot of our customers are repeat customers, so it becomes like a family place. So it doesn't feel like working.
1: Now, Blanche, Waterfront. Pizza is a little bit of a misnomer, isn't it? There's a lot more food than just pizza. Yes, much more than that. So
4: I discovered Waterfront Pizza when I lived in Foster City and I used to run the trail, and I saw Waterfront Pizza, but there's, I smelled something that didn't smell necessarily like pizza. smelled like Middle Eastern food. And so it turns out it started as Waterfront Pizza in the early 90s, and then these three families took over the restaurant around 1995, and they started introducing Middle Eastern recipes from their family. Mm-hmm. It became so popular that it became a mainstay on their Menu. That's why they still kept the name Waterfront Pizza, but it's really a lot of That's Middle right. Eastern And food. there's pizza. Oh, pizza? I, absolutely, there's pizza. Yeah. yeah. But their chicken is incredible. I don't know what they put in this chicken, but it's super tender, and it comes uh, as a chicken thigh or chicken breast. But the chicken thighs, like, melts in your mouth. And they offer it with a rice that looks plain, but when you dig into the rice and it has a little bit touch of sumac, I hate to say it, but I call it crack rice, because you can't... <laughs> <laughs> this rice sounds so simple, but the flavors are so complex and perfectly seasoned that I just go to town on that dish.
1: Yeah,
5: <laughs> so I got, I went for the shawarma, for oh, the lamb okay. beef shawarma. Mm-hmm. I love shawarma, mm-hmm. and I, I lived in London in the Lebanese neighborhood for okay. a semester in college, and I had a shawarma shop, underneath my flat,
1: <laughs> so I so love you know shawarma. shawarma.
5: <laughs> Waterfront yeah. had a really good shawarma, and I was yeah. really happy with it. It came in the tinfoil, just like it should. Great seasoned lamb, beef combination.
6: Yeah. The fries tasted like they may have been pre-frozen, but the shawarma was really nice. I had the shawarma as well, but we also had the pizza, and I thought the pizza was the real star for us. Uh, we went on on the back deck, and the back deck is, is really awesome. It's right on the water, but the pizza is extra crispy crust, and none of the flavors overpower each other. We had the, the Greek pizza, had nice feta flavor, had beef flavor. That was really the star that of that was what the we had. Of yeah, years. Was really star of yours. We actually had uh, two of the pizzas.
5: Oh, it was yeah. called Waterfront Pizza, and so we we felt like we had to get some of pizza. Course, sure, yeah. <laughs> so we went with the falafel pizza. Okay. I would go back and I would order the shawarma again easily. I think I would skip that pizza. What it. about your other pizza? The other pizza was the Mideast East pizza. Mm-hmm. It was feta cheese. It was sprinkled generously with zaatar, and mm-hmm. I love zaatar. And the zaatar with the feta cheese really brought out a a nice flavor. The dough was a little bit doughy, Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm glad to hear that yours was crispy. Maybe ours was just an off night. But we actually were very full, so we took half of it home, ate it the next morning cold, and it was, even better.
4: Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
1: the best way for pizza. <laughs> Come on.
4: Well, there's an, an, a wonderful uh, sampler appetizer plate that has all of my favorite dips, like muhammara, which is a Syrian dip that has walnuts and red pepper, pomegranate molasses. They also have baba ghanoush, which is a smoky eggplant dip, some tender dolmas, and kibbeh, which is really hard to find in the Bay Area. Now, kibbeh are shaped like football, like sort of like spheres, and it's really like a bulgur wheat, like a cracked wheat mixed with meat, and in mm-hmm. the inside, it has pine nuts, And sweet onions Mm -hmm. and it's incredible so we call them footballs as children it's really time-consuming to make so I don't make it too much but they make it just like my mom and my grandmother do and so when I found that I felt like I hit the track my neighbors make it yeah oh they do oh
1: look (laughs) at you Mm -hmm. and Timo um, what did you add to your pizza extravaganza we start with the falafel which is what you expect
6: for falafel it was tasty it was crispy on the outside the dip was great the real surprise for me was the dessert we had which was I don't know if i was saying this right, it was canufa?
1: Yes. Yeah. And it was,
6: I had never had it, didn't know what to expect, and it's a cheese dish. This is her
4: favorite thing in the world, the This is like my last dessert on the Uh, planet, right? Right. So what it is is kataifi dough. It's like shredded pastry dough, and it's loaded with butter, melted butter, farmer cheese that's been desalted, and so you melt it together, and then they put a sugar syrup that has an essence of rose, and then pistachios on top of that and you can just eat that and say, oh, tomorrow I'm dead, I'm fine. This is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) But did you like it?
6: Yeah, and I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised. The pistachio flavor, the rosewater flavor, it all worked really well together. We sat on the back patio watching the kayakers go by, and I had Drake's IPA. It was just a nice, Mm -hmm. sharp, crisp IPA.
1: And are you hookah partakers? Not me. (laughs) Not you.
6: Uh, But
5: I have to say, like Timo, we sat out on the back patio, and it was really beautiful. And I was pleasantly surprised because others were smoking hookah, which is great, but the smoke wasn't really interfering with us. Right. We we didn't get that smell. It didn't mess with the dinner at all.
4: I like looking at people doing it because <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the bubbles and the whole yeah. ambiance of that. But I could sit on the other side and not get that smoke in my face. So oh. I really like that. Yeah.
6: It was uh, definitely affordable. Great place to go for with a group of people, and you definitely get your fill of food.
4: All right, this is your spot. Wrap it up for us. Waterfront Pizza is a great place in the Bay Area where you could get a waterfront view, authentic Middle Eastern cuisine like a grandma would make, with my favorite dessert on the planet, Kanafa.
1: <laughs> all right, Anari?
5: Uh, good neighborhood restaurant, good for families, order the shawarma.
1: I
6: think the, the, name, the name says it all. It's Waterfront Pizza. It's on the waterfront, you've got to sit on the back patio, you've got to have a pizza there. It's well worth your time.
1: All right, if you would like to try Waterfront Pizza and Mediterranean Restaurant, it's located on Edgewater Boulevard at Beach Park in Foster City. The telephone number is 650-573-6634. It's open every day for lunch and dinner. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $25. Ari, a deli connoisseur since diapers, hits Berkeley's Gourmet Ghetto for his taste of home. The building has housed a deli since the 1950s, although the current incarnation began in 1986. It's called Saul's Restaurant and Delicatessen.
3: To be a deli, you must have house-smoked pastrami.
2: You must have matzo ball soup.
3: Cheesecake and blintzes.
2: Pickles on the table.
3: And smoked fish.
2: And chopped liver.
3: And the list goes on and on.
2: Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, seven days a week.
3: My name is Peter Levitt. I'm one of the owners here at Saul's
7: Restaurant and Delicatessen.
2: And I'm Karen Adelman, also one of the owners at Saul's Restaurant. This has been a delicatessen in this location for more than 50 years and then sauls for 30 years now. Yes, this is a nostalgic venture, but we take the menu out of the museum and into a living, breathing cuisine. We had to make the menu
3: smaller, source better meats and produce. All the food is nostalgic because of where it comes from in this recent Jewish history, but the making of pastrami and the raising of the chicken, had nothing to do with nostalgia. For me, they had to do with the whole eco-food movement. I mean, it's, it's what we all expect.
2: I think one of the best things about Sal's is the dining room itself, which functions as kind of a town square. It's big, multi-generational, multi-ethnic. I like feeding people because it's not just the nourishment of the food. I think a lot of people go out to eat for the nourishment and the connection between people. Relationships, for me, that's the thing that feeds me.
1: All right, Ari. Eating deli since diapers. Maybe not quite since diapers, <laughs> since I'm not Let's sure. If you're a very was talented eating. toddler. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we used to go to the deli, uh, my family and I pretty much every Sunday morning. And uh, you grew up in Philly? I grew up right outside of Philly in okay. the suburb. So it was a tradition for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I learned more about my heritage and learned about Jewish cooking from my grandmother, Jelly food became even more important in my life, as it's really a nice connection to my roots. Mm -hmm. We moved to North Berkeley, and we heard about Saul's, and I said, really, a Jewish deli on the West Coast? Okay, let's let's see how this holds up, and was completely blown away. It is great East Coast deli, but done in the best Berkeley locavore Mm -hmm. way. I get the pastrami on rye, they rub it with a nice peppery blend, They brine it for 10 days, smoke it for 14 hours, right there, comes out hot and juicy, and they put it on this Acme rye bread that Acme actually made originally for Saul's.
6: I'm with Ari, I had the pastrami. I think I had the pastrami ruski, was like their little special on the side. Comes with coleslaw on there, and uh, a Thousand Island dressing or something Mm -hmm. like that, but the crunch of the rye bread, and then the kind of sweet coleslaw, it was really delicious. The, The pastrami was really the star, though. You start with the the potato latkes, is that right? Mm -hmm. And they disappeared in about five seconds, but uh, (laughs) the sour cream, you spread it on top of there, it was delicious. The applesauce confused me a little bit. They give you applesauce and sour cream with them, Tried a little bit of that, but the, the potatoes were, were just awesome.
1: <laughs> all right, and Blanche, what, what was your deli experience? I was a matzo ball
4: soup virgin, so <laughs> I decided to try some. All right, all right. <laughs> And it was fabulous.
5: I love how soft they are there. They are, they are. They're
4: like pillowy soft. Mm. The flavors were bright, the colors were bright, so I really enjoyed that soup. I had the trout, and it was butterflied beautifully so that the fish was crispy and it was browned beautifully, and they had harissa sauce on top, which is another Nice mm-hmm. surprise and that brought all the flavors alive beautiful red color and the vegetables again the vegetables these guys know their veggies what about those pickles pickles oh, were rocking rocking super and, crispy mm-hmm. and they're free mm-hmm. oh, yeah that was so nice to get <laughs> pickles like as soon as you sit down yeah they, they
5: keep them coming they bring out three different varieties right. of them so you go from salty to kind of half-sour, and the pickles are just wonderful. And I love the corned beef Reuben at Saul's. It's kind of like the pastrami ruski in how it's prepared. It comes with that great Thousand Island dressing, Swiss cheese, and they grill it like a grilled cheese sandwich. Mm. So you bite into it, and it's greasy, and it's hot and you just see the Swiss cheese just ooze wow. out of it.
4: My, my daughter was with me, and she ordered the burger, and that mm. burger was incredible, wow. okay? It was like free-range meat on an Acme roll, which yeah. was
1: fresh. She even said this was one of the best burgers I've ever had. And what about drinks? Because, you know, they do have the Ruth Bader Ginsburg,
5: <laughs> <laughs> Named after our patron yeah.
1: saint. <laughs> yes, our patron saint. We love you, Ruth. <laughs> May she stay around
6: forever. <laughs> I think we missed out on the drinks. Yeah. What I wish I would have had was they have these like, soda menu yeah. that I, I mm-hmm. saw that really afterwards. Cute. I ordered an iced tea. The iced tea was great, but then I turned around and saw the soda menu on the wall, yeah. and I really regretted my iced tea order.
1: What about um, dessert for you, Blanche, did you? you know, I had the black and white
4: cookie because I thought that was kind of quintessential mm-hmm. Jewish deli. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised because it had a lemony flavor, mm-hmm. which I just would have preferred it if it didn't have that lemon flavor.
6: We actually had, is it the babka? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I like it's babka. like a chocolate cinnamon roll. It's a little denser, uh, but it was delicious. Their cheesecake is, it's Mm house-baked, big, thick slice
5: of New York cheesecake, and it comes on a wonderful graham cracker crust. Oh, man, is it a good fill-you-up dessert? I think it's it's like a great throwback place. Like, stuff on the wall, all these pictures, and... Salsa just oozes nostalgia. And you walk in, and it really does feel like you've stepped back in time. One night we went for dinner, and there was a girl playing the piano and she was playing a medley from Fiddler on the roof. Oh, stop it. So come on,
1: <laughs> how much better does it get? It's like a movie set. Yeah. All right, this is your spot, Ari, wrap it up for us.
5: Saul's serves the food of my childhood and they do it really well and with a Berkeley twist.
1: All right, and Timo?
6: If you're a pastrami fan, this is the place to go. It is like the best pastrami I've had in a very, very long time. I'd definitely go back.
4: All right, and Blanche? It's a fun, Jewish-style deli outside of New York City, where it has a California twist of locally-sourced ingredients.
1: All right. If you would like to try Saul's Restaurant and Delicatessen, it's located on Shattuck Avenue at Vine in Berkeley. The telephone number is 510-848-3354. It's open every day from breakfast through dinner. Reservations are accepted for parties of five or more, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $30. Kings of the past loved it. Today, rap stars covet it. Ah, cognac, a drink as rich as its long history. But what is cognac? Simply put, it's a brandy named after the French town of cognac. It must be made in the six cognac zones from a range of grapes led by Blanc. The white wine is double distilled into a spirit aged in French oak barrels to gain its signature caramely opulence and golden color. There are quality grades to cognac, including V.S., Very Special, V.S.O.P., Very Special or Superior, Old Pale, and X.O., Extra Old, with aging requirements up to 10 and more years. There are more than 200 producers in cognac, including Pierre Ferrand, who crafts Cru cognac from the Grand Champagne Zone. So explore the beauty of cognac. It will bring a touch of class to your night. Timo's place started as the only Argentinian steakhouse in the city. Their meats are cooked over a wood-fired grill and the dishes are meant to be shared. Pair your protein with wine or better yet, one of their killer cocktails at Lolinda in San Francisco.
7: The perception of a steakhouse usually is a big man eating a big steak, right? We wanted it to be a female name in a steakhouse, which is maybe a little bit different. We like to think that it's uh, a more fun and lively atmosphere. My name is Alejandro Morgan. I'm the chef and partner at Lolinda in San Francisco. I like our food to be very balanced. I like the acidity, I like sweetness, I like a little bit bitterness, I like saltiness. I kind of want your palate to be exhausted by the time you get out of here. Well, asado just means a barbecue or grill. You know, if you go to any family in Argentina every Sunday, they still get together and do an asado. We always strive to have a really hot grill with a lot of marbled meat and just throwing it in with salt. (laughs) And then serving with chimichurri, which, you know, can't really go wrong with that. When you say buen provecho, and if you really mean it, it just helps people really appreciate what they have in front of them, which to me is really important. If you're from out of town, what more perfect experience to go have a cocktail on the roof and look at the city. You know, when the sun's setting behind Twin Peaks, it creates this orange colors all over the buildings. And then you come downstairs to the cave of Lolinda, very more romantic, more sexy in a way. To me, that's a really nice combination. And then we are very lucky to be able to have that.
1: Now, Timo, you grew up with Scandinavian food, right?
6: It's a little bit uh, on the bland <laughs> side compared Don't tell to, all the people compared we to <laughs> what we're going to talk about in a minute.
1: I, I'm from the Midwest. I'm a meat lover. Definitely
6: a carnivore, yeah. yeah. And this restaurant, it's a meat lover's paradise. I mean, they have 10 cuts of meat there, everything from blood sausage all the way to a 72 ounce bone on prime. The flavor just bursts in your mouth. Everything is fork tender yeah. and the chimichurri sauce. I was a steak purist before I came here yeah. to this restaurant and the chimichurri sauce changed my mind. Yeah. There's garlicky, parsley, olive oil, just heaven. Yeah. I usually go for the skirt steak or flank steak there. Uh-huh. It's kind of one of the, the middle range, price-wise, and it's, I think it's a 16-ounce cut. It's perfect to share with somebody. It's that or it's the pork chop. It's the first time I've ever had a pork chop that wasn't cooked. Overdone, it was the most tender pork chop I've ever had.
1: What about your experience there?
5: Well, Timo, thank you so much (laughs) for introducing us to Lolinda. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just loved this place. You walk in, it's in the heart of the mission, beautiful setting. It's dark, it has wood-paneled walls, leather accents, really interesting lighting. Great place for a date. Totally, and there's cows everywhere, so (laughs) they kind of hit you over the head with that, but we loved Almost everything that we ate there. We got the octopus appetizer, which was our waitress's highest recommendation, mm-hmm. and we're completely blown away. I wanna give a shout out to the guys who run that grill, because yeah. the char on that octopus was unbelievable. Beautifully charred, so tender and they actually tossed it in a little bit of chili, mm-hmm. so it had a nice little kick to it. It was really delicious. I
4: mm-hmm. also want to thank Timo for introducing <laughs> me to this place. <laughs> Gorgeous. Um, I started with a ceviche, oh, actually. Yes. The ceviche melts in your mouth mm. like no other ceviche I've ever had. It has a nice, pleasant flavor of citrus. And what really floored me was the corn fritter that they yeah. serve with it. It's an art that they can yep. make Put those two corn. things together. Yeah, the, the corn fritter doesn't really have much flour, and it's yeah. held together, and it's crispy and sweet, and it was a great counterpart to the fish. And we also had the starter of the empanadas, mm-hmm. and the empanadas were so tender and oh, flaky. I got the pollo one, the chicken, uh-huh. and it was accented with raisins, which brought a pleasant sweetness, and some potato to give it a hearty flavor. Right. I could have had probably twelve of those. Just right. just yes. the empanadas alone. Definitely. No,
5: my not. my husband lived in Buenos Aires yeah. and we went there and had the empanadas and he Raved. He said these are just as good, if not better, than any empanadas
4: I've ever had.
1: Nice to hear. Yeah, and what about meat, meat, and more meat? Now you maybe are not as much of a meat person. No, but long I was transformed that. by this experience. Okay, I'm all right. serious.
4: My mother came with me and she grew up in Venezuela and oh. she got the mm. skirt steak and she almost cried because she said that she has never tasted meat smoked to that perfection mm. until she came to this restaurant oh. where it's perfectly charred on the outside and it's moist on the inside with that signature chimichurri sauce oh, that you mentioned. Yes. And then I had the best trout I've ever had in my life. It was this beautiful pink color. It was also perfectly smoked like I've never had. And it was on this bed of buttery white beans that were accented with this chorizo, and the chorizo kind of had a consistency of flavor of bacon. Mm-hmm. So if you could imagine this, like, buttery bacon with the beans, it was the most perfect dish.
5: We did the uh, the 18-ounce, oh, the buffet, or ribeye. Yeah. And I have to say, we ordered about 12
2: dishes. <laughs> it is meant, it's a it's a made, it's it's made, meant to share. Was
5: it
1: is meant to share. It is
5: meant to share. There were four of us. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <good.
2: laughs>
5: so we had the ojo de buffet, the mm-hmm. ribeye, and it's 18 ounces. It came out on a big wooden plank. It was beautifully presented. Because it was meant to share, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't pre-cut or that oh, they didn't carve yeah. it table-side. Mm-hmm. It was a little awkward right. to cut it and share it between four people. We ordered it medium-rare, and it came out definitely rare, but With everything else that we ate, it was so wonderful that I would go back in a heartbeat. You can go
6: upstairs and sit on the upper level. It's a great area to kind of people watch, and it's a little bit quieter up there. It gets a little noisy on the bottom. It's a separate restaurant, really. It's got a little smaller menu, a pared-down menu, but it's rooftop dining. You can see the city. It's really a place if you want to just go hang out, have a few cocktails. They have chicharrones up there. You get them in, like, half-pound, pound pound or pound and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's big slabs of fried chicharron, and they're, um,
1: And the drinks are very fruit forward as opposed to maybe spirit forwarders downstairs. I had a
6: lot to drink.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So we we started with some cocktails at the bar. I had the Frig Slip cocktail Mm -hmm. and it was wonderful.
4: I couldn't believe they had an Arak cocktail, okay? Arak is like... Uzo, mm-hmm. and it's very powerful stuff, but the way they presented it with grapefruit and mint, it was almost like an attic mojito. Yeah. And I love that creativity.
5: We did the cookies and milk, yes. uh, which, which
6: was, was unbelievable. Yes. you get the spiked version or the un...
5: Oh, yeah, you get it version.
4: boozy. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> See, you had a boozy? Yeah, with bourbon. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> the alfajors are the best I've had. We
5: got the churros. Oh, did you? Uh, the churros, oh, okay. they were hot. Mm-hmm. They were crispy. You could tell they had just come right out of the fryer. They were
6: wonderful.
1: All right, well, this is your spot. Timo, wrap it up.
6: Very meat-centric, but uh, it's a great place to bring friends, and it's tapas, and share your plates.
1: And Blanche? Definitely a
4: San Francisco destination where they take smoky smoky meats and fish to an art form, and the best alfajores I've ever had. (laughs) All right, and Ari?
5: It was authentic, richly-flavored food in the heart of the mission. Beautiful service, great atmosphere. Go back in a heartbeat.
1: All right, if you would like to try Lolinda, it's located on Mission Street at 21st in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415 550 6970. It's open every night for dinner. Reservations are recommended, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $45. I have to thank my fantastic guests on this week's show, Blanche Shaheen, for sharing with us what she requests as her last dessert on Earth at Waterfront Pizza and Mediterranean Restaurant in Foster City. And Ari Lipsky, who has fallen in love again on the West Coast with Deli Dunn-Berkeley Style at Saul's Restaurant and Delicatessen. And Timo Rapati, whose meat, meat, and more meat heaven offers rooftop dining and cocktail options. Sharp knives required at Lolinda in San Francisco. So join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers. And cheers, cheers. cheers to you guys. Cheers. Awesome guests. So now it's your turn. We want to hear from you if you visited any of our Check, Please! restaurants. You can post a selfie on Instagram, join the conversation on Facebook, and tweet us anytime. And don't forget to visit our website. All the shows are there, along with my wine videos and notes about the wines we drink on set. You'll also find our fun new web series, Taste This, where we celebrate food and drinks around the bay. Cheers!
0: Check, please, Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQBD and by IRG as in trend surfaces, quieter marbles, and rare exotics. Over 10,000 slabs in stock today. IRG in Brisbane and Dublin and at marblecompany.com. Mattress systems from European Sleepworks, working to improve comfort and wellness for over 40 years. At Adeline and Ashby in Berkeley. Online at sleepworks.com. Oakland International Airport now with flights all over the world, iflyoak.com.
2: Sutter Health CPMC, 7,000 employees, nurses, and physicians caring for their communities every day. Your city, your hospital, cpmc2020.org. La Tourangelle Artisan Oils, French-inspired and handcrafted in Northern California. La Tourangelle creates natural, healthy cooking oils that add new flavor to everyday dishes.
0: Total Wine & More offers more than 8,000 wines from around the world and more than 2,500 beers, including hard-to-find seasonal brews and imports. Now open in Mountain View, Pleasant Hill, and Fremont.